Hey, what's happening, guys? Grace and peace to you. Happy Monday. Um, I hope all is well. I hope you had a blessed weekend uh, this past weekend. Um, spent some time, obviously, with the Lord first and always, actually. Everything we do, we do with the Lord, right? But maybe you had some time to see somebody you hadn't seen in a while or spend time with your family. Made sure you carved out time to enjoy creation and enjoy this this short life that we have here on earth. Amen. You know, again, every day we get a new 24, and that's that's all we get. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed the rest of today. And uh, seems like God's been hitting on that a lot. That's that's not the title of today's message, but uh, the ministry that the Lord blessed me with through my father's death years ago. You know, what will you do with the new 24? And the reality that the new 24 is the greatest weapon. It's a gift and a weapon, but it shatters, you know, guilt and shame and fear and anxiety and, you know, bitterness and unforgiveness and things of that nature. This new 24 is this this gift and a weapon. Amen. So, you know, again, I believe God's hitting a reset, and uh, which moves me to today's title, which is Two Steps Forward, Ten Steps Back. Two steps forward, ten steps back. Have you ever started a new season or started a new thing, and yet you're wondering why things are so hard or why things aren't moving the way you think they should be moving, and you know it's just not all it was cracked up to be. It's something you were super excited about, and it's harder than you thought, and it's tougher, and you wish you would have just not even started, and you know all those things. So it's like taking two steps forward and ten steps back. And what God showed me, uh, today, as I just did a hike here around Decker Lake here in Utah, you know, I try to get out and hike a couple miles a day while I'm, you know, in the office, you know, get out of the office and, and get around, you know, and uh, and then even here uh, last week, as we heard, you know, to know when you're knower, and, uh, and again, at Church of the Valley, Pastor Justin, we're going through the book of John, and uh, a couple weeks back, he highlighted on this, and so I, I want to share this with you as, as a gift and what you may going be, may be going through and, and the reality of, of who Jesus is and what it is that he wants to do in our life and that it's, it's uncomfortable sometimes, amen? It's uncomfortable. So to know in our knower, right, we talked about last week, I believe, to know in our knower, we touched on the story, the story of the Samaritan woman and the encounter that Jesus had with her right at the well. And we talked about living water, and we talked about if we knew the gift giver and the gift that it is that he gives, we'd be asking with the proper heart posture, and we'd be asking for the right things. You know, every time we pray in a situation, usually we know the right answer, and we usually pray for the opposite because it's what we want, and we know what God truly wants sometimes, not all the time. Um, so today I want to read... Um, this is uh, John 4, this is verse 16 through 18, I'll say. Um, so again, this is after their encounter, going back and forth, talking about Jesus is talking about the living water, the water that he offers. Then she says to him, sir, give me this water, you know, so that I won't get thirsty, and so I don't have to keep coming here to draw water. Then Jesus says to her something very interesting, right? Go call your husband and come back. Go call your husband and come back. 
She replied, I have no husband. Then Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. So what I want to challenge you with today, and again, this is something Pastor Justin touched on about wounds and the reality that here Jesus is offering her living water and in the same interaction he takes her back to her pain in order to set her free from her past so that she could truly partake of living water and move forward you see so sometimes in life we want to start the new thing you know, God brings us to different levels, and some, I don't know where this saying came from, but new levels brings new devils, which I hate to give the devil credit, but the reality is that, that he's out to kill, steal, and destroy, and he never stops. So, you know, as God, if you want to call it, promotes us, I don't even like calling it that. It's just the reality is we grow deeper in our relationship with God. He reveals deeper things that take deeper wisdom, and it all comes from going deeper with God, right? So as we go deeper with God and he's shown us new things and given us new wisdom, we have new challenges and we want to move forward. We want to hit the starting gate and take off running ahead of God like I've done so many times in my life when God just wants to walk with us, walk beside us through this new season. And what I've missed in my own life in the past is is getting rid of my old self, you know, yes, I've been baptized. You know, yes, I believe. Yes, I repent. Yes, I live in a new 24. But the reality is there's still human things in me, human reactions, human offenses, maybe hurts that have been done to me, unforgiveness, you know, things of that nature in my life that maybe I haven't dealt with. And it's those things that keep me from moving forward into God, into what God has called me to do next. So again, I take two steps forward, but God's really asking me to take 10 steps back. He wants to touch that wound. He wants to heal that wound. He wants to shed us of ourself. It's the John 3.30, right? More of him, less of us. So with each new season, there needs to be less of us, right? In the worldly view, we're like, oh, new season, new wisdom. Oh, look at me. Look at, look at all I know. Look at what I'm doing for the kingdom. Oh, look at how great I am. And I say that lightly, not that we're being conceited and haughty and arrogant. Hopefully we're not. But there is that reality in our sinful human nature to view things that way. But the reality is the deeper we grow in Christ, it's really the more humble we become, you know. Like, becoming a leader isn't so you can tell people what to do. It's so you can be humble and you can lift them up to be all they can be. It, it's a different view when you, when you lead as a kingdom leader, when you lead as Christ would lead, right? So, again, two steps forward means two steps back. And as I was looking up John 4 here on my phone, I, I accidentally I went to Luke 4 for whatever reason. And... I want to share this with you as well. And again, so as we grow in the Lord, 
the devil gets uncomfortable. He doesn't like our progress. It upsets him. He comes at us from different ways. Um, so in Luke chapter 4, this is the story of Jesus being tempted in the wilderness. And this is right after he was baptized and, and, and the Spirit fell on him like a dove. And, and everyone heard God's voice say, this is my son whom I'm well pleased, right? And right out of that, that, that amazing event, that amazing reality, he, he's tempted by the devil. And what I want to say to us today is that the devil doesn't tempt us so that we do things wrong. The devil is tempting us so that he can steal what it is that God has placed inside of us. So when Jesus was tempted to put this in human form because he was human, fully God, fully man, fully tempted, fully gifted with what God had placed inside of him to live out a human life, right? Relying on his father, relying on his daddy, relying on the spirit, just like we're to do. The devil was going after those things. You see, the devil doesn't care that we sin. God does, because the reality of that is that the devil's trying to steal the goodness that God has placed inside of us. So don't hear me wrong in that. God cares. We don't, we're not supposed to sin because that's not God's best plan for our life. So the devil tempts us with sin, and we get focused on the sin, and we get focused on the action. But what we miss is what he's doing behind the scenes and is stealing our salvation and stealing our peace and stealing the power that God has put inside of us to you know, advance his kingdom and stealing our purpose that God has called for us all to do to advance his kingdom to the ends of the earth, to go and make disciples of all nations, right? That they would repent and be baptized and that we would share the gospel with them. The devil is there to steal that. But we always look at the face value. Of, of the thing, right? And the thing is the thing. The thing, sin is the thing, and sin is sin. All of it. All of it. It's all on the same level. Whole nother topic that I was praying to God about this morning on that, man. Sin is sin. Your sin is the same as the person you're judging in their sin. No matter what it is. What you have in your heart is the same as the thing you're pointing out in somebody else. Remember, when you're pointing at someone, there's three fingers pointing right back at you. You know, so we have to be careful when we're judging people. There's a fine line of, of lifting and encouraging and exhorting, and God knows our heart in that. Again, two steps forward, ten steps back. We're in this transforming process. God is continually transforming us into His image while we're here on earth. So I want to encourage you today, if it seems like things aren't moving, if it seems like things aren't progressing, acknowledge that sometimes God pushes on that open wound. Maybe it's a wound that you put a Band-Aid on and it's deep down inside, but you never really dealt with it. So he can't use you for what he wants next until you deal with that pain. So, Lord, right now I just lift up all my brothers and sisters today that are listening. And I pray that they receive this word of a reset and a reboot. 
Lord, that you're doing something new. You're doing something new in me and my life. And I choose joy and I choose to be led forth in peace in this new season of my life. Excited for what you have next. Lord, I pray that my brothers and sister was, sisters out there today would be excited, Lord, about what, what it is you're revealing to them. And I pray you give them the boldness and the courage to, to take ten steps back and to deal with things that maybe they've pressed down. Maybe things they've hidden, maybe things they haven't revealed. Lord, I pray you draw those things out of us. Right? Draw them out. Detoxify our bodies, Lord. Pull out the, the bitterness, Lord. The toxic things inside. The painful things inside. The festering things inside, Lord. Remove them today, right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. So that we can live the best life that you created us to live here on earth, Lord. Advancing your kingdom. It's all about you in everything we do, Lord. Two steps forward, ten steps back. God bless you guys.